But when it's out of your system and all you can, when you can control your eating and your stomach, because, you know, the stomach was the first mind. Really? And yeah, so I learned a lot of people. Um, I don't do gluten, uh, soy, dairy, anything like that, because it causes a lot of inflammation um, in the mucous glands, you know, which is your stomach, intestines, and all of that. A lot right. of people are bloated. They're not really overweight, but they're just inflamed because certain foods cause inflammation in the body, which causes pain, brain fog. Um, I agree. But yeah, so I agree. Yeah. I totally agree because I, um, I've experienced that uh, mm. Sunday. I was mm. like, why is my belly so swollen? I looked like I was about mm-hmm. seven or eight months pregnant. And I wow. was like, you ate ice cream. Yes. You ate real ice cream. Yes. I don't eat real ice cream. <laughs> we shouldn't <laughs> eat real ice cream. <laughs> I eat plant-based milk ice cream. Yeah. But Baskin Robbins. I showed you. No, no, no. Right. Baskin Robbins. I took the grandkids and um, I was like, yeah, let me get that because it looks so good. Yeah, I ain't doing it mm-hmm. no more. And then you know what? <laughs> um, Sunday night, uh, I did not sleep hardly any. And mm-hmm. it was like, man, the ancestors were shaking my bed and they were getting on to me. <laughs> Like, you have not been doing what you're supposed to do. You have not. Yeah. You, girl, get it together. Get up right now. Make tea. Mm, yes. Get up right now. And I'm like, right now? Like, right now? I could really easily oh. go back to sleep. Right yeah. now. And and I, without really second guessing what I was hearing, um, I woke up and I got up and I made tea. I don't know what this tea was supposed to do for me. Mm-hmm. But I made the tea, a recipe off the top of my head, which was um, cloves, cinnamon sticks, information, information, mm-hmm. um, honey, two caps of lemon juice, digestion and digestion. ginger. Great for digestion and information. Yes. And I was like, I didn't know why I was making that tea. I just like, literally I was sleep. You know how you can be like sleep, but not sleep in between. I don't know what realm of sleep that is, but literally they were shaking my bed and it's like, get up, make that tea. And but, I just, but as you tell me this, and you said, uh, you like food, right? Uh, but the body, the stomach needs to rest. Cause uh, like I said, if you heal your stomach, you heal a lot of things. You know, like anxiety, depression, all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, if you can fast, you'll get a whole lot of food, a lot of soul food from your ancestors. Mm, I'm going to try that. I'm going to do that. I don't like saying try. I'm going <laughs> to do that. Because, you know, people say, well, I'm going to try that. And, you know, you're never going to try it. Yeah, you got to let the, the stomach rest. You know, uh, it, it needs to digest everything. You got to let, let the stomach rest. I'm telling you, when you start fasting, you think you feel great and feel different after um, meditation. Mm-hmm. Do some fasting. Right. And I know, I know I need to do more fasting. Um, Mm -hmm. That much I know. But it just, it tripped me out how I was, you know, miserable and gassy and all of that. And I fell asleep and the ancestors was like, make this tea. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, and it just started yeah, coming to me. It just started coming to me like I could hear mm-hmm. what to put. I boiled the water 
and I just put what I heard in this water and okay now let it steep and now you can go back mm-hmm. and I was able to go back get in the bed and I slept like a baby it calmed you down too. Yeah, I slept like a baby. And for one, it was like also just being obedient. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes our obedience will get tested. Yes. You know, our yes. obedience is tested. You're speaking, so, you're speaking so deeply right now. I love metaphor, uh, metaphors. And you ate ice cream, right? Right. Uh, which threw you off, and the ancestors told you, "Go make this tea and drink this tea." Well, a lot of people are eating a lot of physical uh, situations and people, and they're they're staying in the emotional state, even when the ancestors are telling them different, or they hear it different, but they'll still stay in a, a emotional state or a toxic situation, which builds a lot more to their soul. Right. All you were dealing with was your stomach. Right. A lot of people are let that um, uncomfortable situation or uncomfortable feeling in their soul every day, every day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you don't know that if you're not spiritually aware. And I know um, I was telling somebody about, I think that I was telling you uh, a little while ago about the broken babies, like who broke all the babies? Yeah. You know, because when a baby is first yeah. born, it's an innocent, it's the most innocent yeah. being on the rock. You know, straight close, close, uh, babies and older people are closest to the source because the baby just came from the source, right? And, and the, the older the people, people are on the road, right? They're on their way back, and I'm just like, man. And then you get all these murderers and and abusers and robbers and all of these different uh, people who fit all of these different um, all of these different mm-hmm. titles or whatever you want to call them uh, Aren't categories they the most as well. Aren't, aren't the uh, the young and the old the most abused? Mm-hmm. That's true. They are. And you should be getting all the knowledge that you can from them. Babies, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like when people. You can learn from so, an infant. Exactly, and you can learn from people you might think are Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> or dementia. Exactly. Babies speak of some, they some talk. stuff that makes sense sometimes. Yeah, I remember when my grandmother was transitioning. Um, she made the comment. She said, um, "I'm going to go meet." Uh, one of her brothers, I can't remember which brother it was, but he had already transitioned and it was my granddad. She she mentioned his name as well in the woods. Mm. And so my aunt said, Mama, what are you doing in the woods? What are you where are you going in the woods? She said, I'm getting ready to go home. Wow. And um I met a young lady and she uh she said, You're holding on to somebody. And they told mm. me to tell you to let them go. Because they're trying to transition and you're holding them here. And I was. But I wasn't trying to, but maybe I was. Yeah. You was holding on and 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 um and holding on I really try to pay attention how word thing. You was holding on in a way that you should have been holding on in a different way. Exactly. And you know, we've been conditioned to to feel like death is a bad thing or not a good thing, but yeah. death is a oh, it's it's okay. It's a great thing. It's almost it's an a reward, actually. <laughs> you have to let them transition so they so that they can become our ancestors, and that's even more powerful. Right, exactly. And I had to actually, I bought a book called um, "Connecting with the Ancestors," and mm. that book helped me to not only uh, let go of my grandmother 
and allow her to transition in peace without me like literally holding on to her, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but also to accept her transition. Yes. And when she transitioned, I remember sitting in my room and I was reading as I'm always reading something. Uh, I might have been journaling. I was sitting in my chair. I remember that. And out of the peripheral, the right peripheral of my eye, I saw something move. And then I felt the presence of my grandmother. And right at that moment, the phone rung and it was my aunt telling me that she would, she had left. And I was like, whoa, you know, I get chills every time I tell somebody that. And I don't tell a lot of people that because a lot of stuff that I deal with, go through and, and, you know, experience, um, it'll make you, right. They, they're, they're not going to be able to receive it too much. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I, uh, uh, my, I'm calling my brother when he got kidnapped. I was going back and forth from Atlanta to Texas driving, looking for him. You know, uh, the last time I got back to Atlanta, I got the call. I was in the house by myself. My cousin called me and was like, they just found a body in a ditch. I'm like, dang, man, small town. I know there ain't too many bodies going to be in a ditch. Right. And then she called me back and she was like, it's him. And I heard his I can't say it's his voice, but I heard, I know how he cleared his throat. Mm-hmm. I heard it was like a like a relief. Mm. I heard it like he had finally been found. Mm-hmm. I heard it was nobody in the house and I heard that. Yeah, it was, it was nobody in the house with me either. And I was like, okay. So when she called me where I thought I would have like lost it, mm-hmm. I had this peace. Yeah. You know? Because she was already there with you anyway. Right. I had this peace. And it was like she came to comfort me so that I wouldn't lose it. And then, um, you know, she was like, okay, so now let's call your brothers and your sister. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. You know, and so they lost it. You know, and then Mm -hmm. I understood why I had to keep it together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the tears that I did shed were tears of the fact that I will never see you in this realm. I will never see mm-hmm. you, you know, on this side. I, right. I won't have you. There's going to be. And then I had to revert my mind back to what I read in the book. The ancestors are always with us. And that's what should motivate a lot of us to get get in tune with it so that you can continue to communicate. Because I know you had spoke earlier about how you um, told the ancestors not to speak to you. When I'm woke. Um, I, yeah. So I, I since I was little, I think I was probably like seven, eight, my um my uncle passed away. And um it's crazy, I don't really tell people a lot about this. But I, I always felt like I was a psychic channeler. I can read uh cards, I can um see premonitions, I can tell people their future, all of this. So um when I was younger, I saw my uncle. He had passed away. I saw my uncle. I used mm-hmm. to have dreams about um people who had transition transition like don't scare me i don't want to see this so i blocked it out right and my brother got um when he passed a transition um i was getting uh all these signs i was getting messages uh a suspect um in a case uh i'm on the phone i'm in it happened in texas i'm in atlanta mm-hmm. on the phone with a detective mm-hmm. and the car in front of me a raffle i never would forget it we was talking about the suspect and the car in front of me 
the license plate was L-I-L-M-O-E, Little or Little Mo. Mm -hmm. And the dude that we were talking about named, or they call him Mo, Mo Beats. Wow. And I was like, wow, I can't make a lot of that up. But um, because I was hurting, I didn't, I was getting all these messages, but they wasn't giving me anything in the physical world to get who really did it. So I was like, I don't want to know nothing. I don't want to see anything. So I suppressed right. a lot of that. Yeah, you can, they can be trying to show you and we, because we've been conditioned and programmed that that's not normal, mm -hmm. you know, so we block or it out. Or it's too much. Like For said, me, it was too much. we don't have much. a tribe to share, share this stuff with. Right. There's nobody to explain it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that was my thing. It was like nobody to explain it. And and like, okay, don't talk, don't be standing over my shoulder while I'm I'm woke. <laughs> telling me yeah. nothing. You know, yeah. meet me in my dreams when I'm sleeping. Yeah. It makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because then I can say I had a dream. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, but you can daydream too. <laughs> yeah, but you know, back to the topic itself. But, but you like, know what? Huh? Um, at night, I listen to a lot of subliminal um, music. Binary uh, affirmations. Yes, uh, books. I listen to a book at night because my mind can retain it. Your subconscious still hears while you sleep. It does. So you, you are like, you know, get me while I'm asleep. Yeah. Because it's isolated. Your mind isn't fighting it. Right. Um, a lot of stuff will come to us when we're on, you know, every day you say, who's this still? So much going on. We don't mm -hmm. know what's uh what's coming from a higher self what's coming from this person right. what's coming from the tv what's coming but when you when you are asleep yeah you can pay attention to mm -hmm. it more it'll make more sense right that's that's where i was like the other night when my stomach was hurting and i was like like literally my stomach was so huge it was huge mm. you know i'm thicker than a snicker you know what i'm saying so with my <laughs> belly <laughs> with my belly swelled up like that i'm like oh my god and i knew it was the ice cream you yeah, know, but I was, I didn't sleep good. I wasn't sleeping mm -hmm. good and I was miserable, you know, and I was yeah. gassy and, ah, uh, and literally the ancestors shook my bed, go yeah. make tea. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm laying there going, you know, for a second, I'm like, mm. what kind of tea should I make? Mm -hmm. and, and you put all the right stuff in it too. Right. What I, and I didn't even realize what I was putting in it until now, like I was today years old. Until wow. you told me, well, that, that when I, as I called out the ingredients and you said this was for that and that was for this. Clothes and, is like, uh, I think clothes, uh, I know that it can be good for infection, but I, don't want, I also want to say kind of like a, um, a good, uh, I don't like to say antibiotic because antibiotics we think doctors, but like a good probiotic to help you. Right. Um, you know, different stuff is in milk, mm -hmm. all the extra stuff. Right. Kill those parasites. And I, I just, I, I was so glad that I made that tea. And just begin uh, again, though, just out of obedience of making the tea, I was allowed to go back to sleep. Yes. And I slept well. I rested well, mm. you know. And when I woke up the next morning, my belly had already begun to go down just out of obedience, mm -hmm. you know. And then when I drank mm -hmm. my tea, by the end, I drank my tea that morning. By the end of the day. I did a good data dump <laughs> and I was all right. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was like, um, I ate a salad <laughs> the next day. Yeah, I went to Whole Foods. Right I spent $14 on a salad. Okay. A salad. $14 on a salad. Okay. Yeah. 
But that's what I have for but that's, lunch. That's the best that. thing for you. You know, that's you don't want the happy meals. Right. Dollar, uh, that, ain't, that ain't making your body happy. No mm-hmm. dollar burger meat. No. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really do a lot of meat. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, people rag on me for that because, you know. But to me, an oyster mushroom is mm-hmm. fried chicken to mm-hmm. me. That is my fried chicken. Everything. It's going to taste like what you want it to taste like. Exactly. Because that's what I want. And I'm like, okay, you know, but I'm, 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 I'm a flexitarian because I'm still, you know, redirecting my diet, but I don't eat as much meat as I used to where I chicken baby call me cluck cluck because I had to have it. (laughs) I, eat chicken I, I, every haven't, day. I haven't gave that up yet. A, a pork and beef, I can't tell you the last time I ate it. It's been maybe over a decade. I just never liked the texture. Well, Fish, I, I'm good. I, I had to give up beef because beef beat my, my stomach up. Yeah. I, I love a good steak, but the good steak don't love me. So mm-hmm. I won't eat it. Um, I love a good hamburger, but I can't eat a hamburger. I probably eat a hamburger every blue, purple, silver, green moon. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, and the, oh, um, the um, we don't realize that some of the foods we eat, um, especially some of the meats we eat. And I read this. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where I read it, but I read it. Um, the trauma that the animal goes through. There you go. When they're being slaughtered, yeah. we eat that trauma. So, do you remember when I when I spoke about the women who have epidural? Mm-hmm. shots and those who don't mm-hmm. so when um those who uh don't the the child connects more with the pain of the mom and, and sometimes those are the kids that are, are able to uh push through a lot of painful situations in mm-hmm. their lives mm-hmm. well i had so an epidural so that explains all with my kids <laughs> <laughs> i had an epidural so. <laughs> that explains it Cause they're like whatever, yeah. <laughs> but and I breastfed them, trying to counteract some of that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I should have breastfed the first two longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have breastfed because the last well, one, make, he didn't want to come make off people, of um, shamed. People make people shamed about you know other people will breastfeed their kids. They five years old, right? <laughs> but uh, they ashamed us into thinking that we shouldn't. No, um, I didn't care. I breastfed my kids. I wish you would walk yeah. up on me and tell me not to feed my baby. <laughs> and when, I wasn't peace, I'm... love, or light. I was just all fight. <laughs> yeah, that's your baby. Okay. Um, uh, when I was talking about food intolerances uh, and going to the doctor trying to see what's wrong with me, why I couldn't eat this when I was just eating it last week, uh, the regular doctors, they'll give you allergy tests. Mm-hmm. But doing more uh, research, I discovered that there were there is a food sensitivity test which is a food intolerance test a lot of people mm-hmm. are, are eating stuff like you um the, ate their milk and your body is sensitive to it. a lot of people are eating wheat which is gluten or soy mm-hmm. which messes with your hormones mm-hmm. and they're going through all these symptoms and not knowing it's not it's not exactly what you ate no not just because you ate from taco bell you got food poison no your body is sensitive to mm-hmm. something in that food it's a chemical mm-hmm. that your body doesn't like so um it's a website that uh i have i get a sensitivity test and everything that was on there that bothered me i stopped eating it and then i started feeling better my body started healing because we're eating the wrong thing and it's steady irritating our body breaking it down that's how we get cancer mm-hmm. and all these other diseases i can barely 
very um, easily uh, testify and agree to what you just said. Mm. Very easily. And and although, uh, okay, y'all, so I know the topic is uh, self-love, self-care, self-healing, all that, but this is it. Give, exactly. We're giving it to you. The inside, the yeah. inner work. You know, and, and exactly, the inner work. This is it. If you want to be whole, you know, you can go to church Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, Tuesday after Tuesday. Ain't nothing wrong with going to church. You your nails done, your feet done, your hair done, your eyelashes. And look how many pretty, I call it pretty, uh, pretty girl syndrome. Hmm. So many pretty girls look pretty on the outside. The hot mess. I think it's, <laughs> man, so broken. Uh, Kanye said it. What do you say? The, uh, the prettiest people do the ugliest thing. Yes. Yes. You got, you can do that all day long. All yeah. day long. Like, Somebody can tell you. Exactly. Somebody can say I love you to you every 15 minutes. But until you love yourself. I remember yeah. the day I realized I was in love with me. Mm. Man. Didn't feel good. Ooh, girl. And I started crying. Mm-hmm. I became so emotional. And I was like, oh, my God. I love myself. I love me. Because, <laughs> I mean... I, At that point, nobody would ever cross you or hurt you again. Mm-mm. Disrespect you, nothing. Mm-mm. I had to apologize to me. Yes. You know, at that moment, I had to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not protecting you. I'm sorry for not mm-hmm. being there for you. I'm sorry for not mm-hmm. sticking up for you. I'm sorry for letting these people, you know, get on your nerves and I'm stress you out and curse you out and disrespect mm-hmm. you. I'm sorry for putting you in these relationships that were going nowhere and allowing these broken men to break you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's what healing looked like for me. And you know, um, the closer I got to loving myself, because I got a big heart. I do cool. I don't, I'm not materialistic. I don't care about name brand. Give me my good food, mm-hmm. my healthy food, go to the gym, give me my books, my music, I'm good. But mm-hmm. uh, baby pictures, looking at baby pictures of myself mm-hmm. or looking at pictures of myself at the age when, when I was molested, mm-hmm. I had to protect your little girl. Mm-hmm. I had to. So when I look in the mirror, I see myself grown, but I also see that little girl that I had to protect again and let her know it's okay to be you. Mm-hmm. When everybody calling you different, calling you weird, it's mm-hmm. okay to be you. Or ugly. And now, yeah, yeah. And now look at those people. Yeah. And look at you. Ugly. I remember being 16 and pregnant and uh, being told that I was going to have a man beat me every day and I was going to live in the projects and I wasn't going to be nothing and I was not going to this. And, and the very person that told me that man loves me unto life, Mm. you know, and I always says your dad would be so proud of you. I know he would. He was proud of me when I was 16 and pregnant. Mm -hmm. I know he would. So it's a lot of stuff that happens to us when we're kids that yeah. affects us. And you said who broke the babies. Right. What puts them in people's minds to talk to a kid like that? Exactly. Why would you? You know, and we are all broken babies. Some yes. of us are more broken than others. But, you know, we're going to have to come back to you and talk about how can we fix the broken babies. Yes. You know, we've talked about it tonight, really, on how we can fix some of the broken babies. 
loving ourselves. And uh, I like Farrakhan said, uh, black people breathe from the neck down. Mm. Um, white people or people in the diocese over, overseas, or, you know, people with higher up or what, what people look up to, mm-hmm. we have it all. Mm-hmm. They breathe neck up, intelligence. Mm-hmm. People, we see a nice body, da da da. Y'all having sex with just whoever. Then you have a baby bomb, and then y'all don't like each other. Now the baby is caught up in these mixed energies. And you broke the baby. There you go. That's what happens. That's how these some of these some of these babies are getting broken just like that. Not all the babies are being abandoned at the hospital. Not all of them mm-hmm. are being taken to the the um, fire mm-hmm. station or left mm-hmm. on doorsteps. Some of them. Are being placed in environments, or environments rather, are being created for these innocent babies, and you're breaking them. You know, I just man, <laughs> it's a trip. We don't realize it though. Mm-hmm. We don't realize it, and then you grow up, and unless you have some sort of enlightenment in life, you have to fight through all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff you got to fight through. Then you got to forgive yourself because usually the stuff that you experience as a kid, somehow it kind of translates or melts or drip drops or whatever over into your adult life. And it causes you to make the wrong decisions. It causes you to make the wrong choices. It causes you to just do the wrong stuff. It just it it just keeps you messed up, and then you you know because I feel like you know I'm on a lifetime healing journey because mm-hmm. it never will stop for me. I'm soon will be fifty years old, and healing will never stop for me. I got a lot of stuff to heal from. Yeah, you know it's a it's a lifestyle for me. That's why yeah. I meditate. That's why I pray. This is why I try to feed my my brain knowledge. This is why I try to not consume a bunch of meat. You know why I have learned how to take a mushroom and make it taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what you're saying that um, when we were speaking earlier, I was telling you about soulmates and how I cut off people if I feel like they are soulmate or soul tie. If I don't want to deal with them in my next lifetime, let me go ahead and cut that out right now. Mm-hmm. And so what you talk about getting spiritual, maybe we're preparing for the next lifetime. I do believe that we go to another level or whatever. This isn't the end. Mm-mm. So we gotta learn everything we can learn right now. Right. Let's get it together. Yes. Let's get it together because it's important. You know, Um, this is what healing looks like for us, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this is what self love and self care looks like for us. It is us. It's about us. All about (laughs) us. Yeah. You know. Uh, Selfless. You can be selfless and selfish at the same time. You can be. I mean, when I start, you know, when I left Texas, I moved to Atlanta, my phone stopped ringing, um, ringing as much because mm-hmm. I wasn't close enough to come drop somebody off over here, come pick up somebody and take them this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's um, another so, privilege and benefit of moving away, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I know I've thought about moving to Atlanta. I thought about moving to Nebraska. Um, mm. And if Florida wasn't so expensive, I just love being near the beach. Yes. Just give me a large body of water. And I can't swim a lick. Me neither. But I love the waves. I'm like I 10 minutes it. from the beach right now. I love it. And when you go, for me, my first time standing in the, um, what is the ocean on the 
east. What is that? The Atlantic? That's the Atlantic. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because the Pacific is on your side, right? Yes. I think so. When I stood in the in the Atlantic Ocean for the first time in my life, I was going through everything that I could possibly think of. And I remember standing in that ocean and as the waves would wash up on me and pull back out into sea, it was as if it was washing everything away from me. It was pulling it away from me and washing me clean. And it, what it was doing, it was, it was that same feeling I felt when I was in that earthquake that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. how it went up the center. I felt it. It felt good, scary, all that. That is the same mm-hmm. exact feeling I felt when that ocean mm-hmm. rushed up on me and pulled away from me. And I stood there for a couple of minutes. And I don't know if the people thought I was crazy or whatever, but I literally <laughs> threw my hands up in like a V, uh, a, a, a V shape as in victory because I was able yes. to finally be free of yes. that heaviness that I had gotten on that plane. And it, I released it into the Atlantic Ocean. Mm. Literally, that's what healing looked like for me. That was the beginning, I, I believe, of my spiritual healing. And because I did not, you know, obey, of course, then everything kind of went haywire. But anyway, no matter. <laughs> go to the water or close to the ocean uh, when it's a full moon. Yeah. That's a whole other level. The energy. Mm. And I love the full moon. I'm obsessed. When it's time for the moon cycles to get close to the moon to become full, I can't mm-hmm. sleep. I, I literally, I cannot sleep. I don't right, know. That's another topic we need to touch on too. Yeah. 